What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Greg, what do you got? So this one's a personal one with me and Laura here. So Laura and I got into a conversation today about her car and about a reserve tank. Laura, I'm going to let you tell the story of what you did. Okay, so I was driving to work, and Mm -hmm. I said, I got this, right? And I looked at my car, and it was on E. Mm. And halfway through, (laughs) I noticed I wasn't going to get it. I was like, oh, man, I'm about to bust a Sedano. So Mm -hmm. I had to pull over and get some gas, and I was telling Greg about it, and he goes, Yo, you know you have a reserve of 35 miles right on your car. I was like, no, nah, not mine, bro. Not mine says dash. <laughs> dash, dash, dash. I don't believe that. I don't buy it. And I'm not about to get stranded on the freeway. So she doesn't believe in the reserve fuel tank, which is mm-hmm. a, absolutely a real thing. Is this a real thing, Scott? I don't believe in it either. I'm with you, Laura. Um, I, I am, uh, I've never run out of gas ever one time. Um, yeah, it's been close a few times. I was driving back from Palm Springs and I was taking the back way and I was going through like these these places where there's no gas stations anywhere. I'm like, oh, I can make it to the next one. And I just barely got there. But I've never had a run out of gas situation. I'm always making sure I got enough gas. I, I, I fill up when I got like half a tank. I'm a little uptight that way. Laura, what kind of car do you have? I have a 2016 Altima. Okay, 2016. You, I'm going to see Googling? if it has a reserve fuel tank. I don't, I don't buy it, but uh, then mine uh, says uh, dash, dash, dash. It doesn't give me, like, regs, like, five miles, one mile, zero miles. Like, I don't get that. You, you're doing it right. There's no reason to take a chance right? to do that thrill stuff. You know, I, I ran out of gas once, and you just really need to do it once. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like you go, oh, I don't like this. And then, you know, you make adjustments. Yeah. A Nissan Altima has three gallons left and can travel another 81 miles. Uh, oh, I don't know. If Just I'm saying. Not. No, no, no. no that no. is highway miles. That means mm-hmm. no stop and go traffic. No, don't, don't, girl. You're trying to get her stranded. Was that a <laughs> no, 2017 I'm not. Altima? Or was that a, are you sure it was a 16 Altima? Maybe that was a 17 Altima. I mean, it didn't Altima. say 16. It just said Nissan Altima. Yeah. And the story Maybe is from 2017. Yeah. The story is from 2017. So. See that? In 17, they added those those extra miles, Laura. You, got, you did it right, no, girl. You, you did it right. I oh, no, no. You it. did it right. As someone who had who was stranded in, you know, not that long ago. No, you definitely did it right. I'm just looking it up because I'm curious because I did not. I, you know, maybe some cars don't have the reserve gas tank. And, you know, maybe Greg's full of um, crap. No. Um, He's doing that never. Nelson Mandela theory again where he's trying <laughs> yeah. to be a It's real. Stuff. Right. Or maybe right. that's part of the Mandela effect that it's yeah. not real. There you go. All right, that's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Uh, Good time. So, LaMarcus Aldridge is on the move. Greg Popovich told the media today that they are parting ways. The Spurs are looking to trade him, but uh, we'll have to see if there is uh, an actual trade partner there. There is a possibility he could be bought out. Would you want LaMarcus Aldridge if you're a Laker fan or a Clipper fan? Hit us up, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Before we talk some more football, Yo, I just want to take a second here and acknowledge that a local kid is doing really, really well, okay? Amanda Gorman is awesome. She's unbelievable, but that's not who I was referring to. Oh, oh. Yeah, there's no question she's awesome. LaMarcus, not LaMarcus, excuse me, LaMelo Ball is the surefire rookie of the year, barring some injury here on the uh, in the second half of the season. He is the overwhelming favorite to win Rookie of the Year. He is teamed up with Michael Jordan, who may, LZ, finally have a team moving forward that can be good because I think LaMelo is a star. So, like, if I were buying stock, I would buy Hornets stock because I buy LaMelo. I would agree with you. Um, But we knew way back when, you know, Zoe was at UCLA – that when you watch those three guys play AAU ball, that LaMelo was the best player. Like, everyone knew that he was the much more competent uh, scorer, that he had more junk, that he was just as a creative passer. And the only question was, especially when he was a kid, when I saw him, George, was whether or not he would grow. And obviously that's been answered too. So So we've been waiting for him to be this dude, and you're right. He's a bona fide star. I mean, he's 19, and the team is trusting him in crunch time situations. Mm-hmm. That's not easy. That is not easy. And I, I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Shout out to LeVar Ball. Yeah. I'm going to shout you out because 
you had one son be picked by Magic Johnson and the other son picked by Michael Jordan. So I don't care what anyone says about, you know, your mouth. The fact of the matter is you had two of the greatest to ever do it pick your boys for their squad. You know, it's just by the way, on that note, look, you can try and raise super athletes, right? And, and you can remember back to the old school days of Todd Marinovich and, and his story. This is before yeah. he got to SC. It was a very famous story. Obviously, everybody remembers it, right? Um, to have three kids and say, I'm going to try and build three NBA basketball players. That's hey, a pretty ambitious goal. Um, pretty aggressive. And you know what? If one of the three of them makes it, just makes it to the NBA, that's like a monster accomplishment. To have three guys, and of course two of them have become players, and one there's you know obviously a lot of question marks about his playing at least, um, to have three guys get through like this and two of them become NBA players, it's, it's truly remarkable. I mean, it really is. I mean, the, the odds of it happening to one of three, let alone two of three, pretty incredible. Oh, no doubt, right? Like, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But, man, he is, to LZ's point, he is a rookie, and he has really propelled a team who was a disaster last year with a lot of these young guys and has allowed those young guys to be put in the right roles, right? Now Terry Rozier is kind of their killer, right? Like, he goes out there and mm -hmm. is hitting game winners and is, is taking on the scoring load. But LaMelo's out there getting you 26-6, and six, and we haven't seen a kid do that, you know, since Iverson, basically, you know, or or, or LeBron at, at that yeah, age. I, I was going to say it's more. he's more along the lines of LeBron. Like, he's having as successful of a teenage year, teenage rookie year, as anybody ever. Yeah. So, and they are in the seventh spot right now in the Eastern Conference. And, and so, like, Michael Jordan, for all the grief that we've given him and deserved as far as his ownership skills have been concerned, mm -hmm. he may have found himself the star that he needs in that market. You know what I mean? And it, like, LaMelo, I think LZ, LaMelo has the ceiling of a top five player. Like, he's that good. I'm not going to go as far as to say what Stephen A said, which is, you know, he's exactly what we were promised Lonzo would be. Because, to your point, anyone who knew the family dynamic a little bit or had, like, seen them all play a little bit mm -hmm. before, before they got to the league, you know, even LeVar told us, you, me, and Key, in the room one day, in, 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 on radio. Right. He said... LaMelo's going to be the best one, and, and he, he wasn't shy about that when the kid was 14 years old. So it, it is amazing to see that. Now, I'll ask you this, mm -hmm. LZ. Yes, sir. Sh should we reach out to LeVar? About who? You just have him on and talk about LaMelo? Oh, I thought you were talking about the middle kid. Because the Lakers were looking for shooting or something. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Definitely, 100%. He makes absolutely. great radio. Absolutely. You know, um, it's not just he makes great radio. It's also he's accomplished something. Dude, yeah, he has. Like, like he, he's, he's really, like, what he has been able to do, you know, he can stand alone and say, you can say whatever you want about my mouth. You can say whatever you want about how I raise my sons. But what can't be denied is that two of the greatest to ever do it took my kids. Right. Like, first, the first shot they could, they took my kids. And that, to me, is like the ultimate sign of validation and respect. LZ, listen, when I say he makes great radio, I don't mean like as a goof. I mean like it's super interesting. Every parent out there would love to have a chance to kind of dig into what did you do to get your kids this? And it's not just him. It's not just LeVar Ball. Listen, I got a buddy of mine. Listen, tr totally true story. Guy's an anesthesiologist. Both kids became first-round draft choices in the Major League Baseball draft. Like, really? Like, th these guys grew up kind of privileged, and and but they had the hard work, and they had the ethic, and they had the uh, they had the game, and and wow. And so I think parents always find this stuff fascinating. If I had a chance to talk to Venus and Serena's dad and kind of like dig in, like, it, it, these are fascinating conversations. I'm with you on this. I think we should definitely get them on. All right, then let's do it. Let's, Greg, uh, you know. I, we we can find a way to Greg, get him on. I'm sure we. Do you I, have Levar on now, Greg? Do I have a what? Do you have Levar Ball for us now? 
No, right now, I can. Yeah, yeah. We were setting you up, dog. I thought you were working on it. Why we doing the setup? All right, he should have just been on. All of a sudden, and be like, yeah. "I spoke it into existence." Like I exactly. thought he was just going to jump on with us. Yeah. Um, Most of the time, he probably would. He's listening. That's for sure. We, Lavar, call us in. Call in, man. Like seriously, call in. We haven't had you on in a long, long time. Uh, uh, let's go to the phone to you real quick. Speaking. Sp- what's that? I just sent all the props for that. Yeah. for that yeah, accomplishment. Yeah. L- let's go to the phone to you real quick. We got Mitch. What's up, Mitch? Hi guys, I hope you guys being safe. Um, hey, first of all, the Malamar does any cookie. The Malamar, oh. I'm sure Mr. Malamar, guy you've had. Yes, yeah. Malamar is Malamar is uh, is certainly an acquired taste, and and also the texture because it's kind of puffy with the dark chocolate on the outside, but then it gets marshmallowy oh. and then crunchy. Yeah, and you got to be willing to go with that kind of texture. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say. How about the Clippers not sitting in their laurels and go after Drummond or um, or L.A.? But the Lakers definitely got to do something. Cause I don't think AD's coming back the rest of the year. Thanks for taking wow. the oh. I like how you save that to the end. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take your away. comment off the air. Thank you. All right, Mitch. Thank you, buddy. Um, I mean, listen, it's, it's not a given, right? Like, we are all in the dark here about AD. And until we get some word, you know, I, I think you have to hope for the best. But you have to brace yourself potentially for the worst, which is why we're sitting here at times talking about do you go out on March 25th and bring in some guys that you can play around LeBron, right? Like, you know, I don't know, man. It, it's not an easy decision. Let's I go think to Billy. that's exactly why we're talking about a guy like LaMarcus Aldridge because we don't really know. Right. And if and if AD doesn't come back, then what do you have? Right. And for those that don't know, LaMarcus Aldridge is available. Greg Popovich said that just about 90 minutes ago. Uh, he's not even on. I mean, he's with the. He's not with the team, but no. he is. Uh, they he's are looking a, to part ways with him. He, yeah. He's available, but he's hard to acquire. Yeah, not not easy <laughs> for sure. Not Billy, easy. Billy, what's up? Hello, hello, Billy hey, hey. from Burbank, man. I uh, just wanted to say I love you guys. Your show is super duper awesome. On my second half drive from work, and um, I just want to talk about cookies real quick. I'm actually uh, my wife and I. We own a small business out in. Chinatown, or right next to Helen Ray's, we're called Larulu, and we sell thickies. Well, we sell pies and thickies, but thickies are our seven-ounce hearty cookies. Okay. And so thickies. That will beat anything that is out there right now. Tell me are the you, name are you, of the, are of you the place. Spelling, are you spelling thickies with a C and a K or two C's? Oh, not C's, bro. Two C's. Happy okay, birthday, I, by the way, LZ. Happy thanks, birthday, brother. man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, man. So the thickies make uh, you I thick. Wanna... I like that. All right. And what, hey, what is the name? No. What, okay. So give us all – give that information one more time for people that just like went like, what? What yes, did he sir. say? Just do it one more time. Yes, sir. So uh, I am a co-owner of our small business called LaRulu. Right. And uh, we're out in Chinatown. We're right in the Far East Plaza where uh, Helen Reyes is and also um, our bus buddy – who created Egg Slut and Boys Burgers and Quality Meats, uh, our, our kiosk. Uh, we also bake out uh, at the Plaza, too. Uh, yeah, we sell pies, 5-inch uh, pies and 9-inch pies, and also thickies. Well, Can you let spell let me, LaRulo's? Because I can't I, I got it here. It. It's L-A-R-O-O-L-O-U. LaRue as yes. in two O's, L-O-U as in Lou, regular Lou. Yeah. Thank you for that, George, for that spelling, because I had a hard I was having a hard time finding it. Dude, this is so interesting that you called because before the show today, we were having this conversation. We were saying, what can we do for people to use these radio airwaves to help them during these times? So I'm so glad that you're promoting your small business and what you guys do. I don't know what a thicky is, but I'm going to have to try one. But we want other people to definitely do this. Um, Get in touch with us. Laura, why don't you tell everybody your Twitter handle so people can tweet at you, and then you can start collecting. And each day, maybe we could feature some some people like this, you know? For sure. It's at unique. It's U-N-E-E-Q underscore. There you go. Which is a unique spelling. Killer, though. Um, unique yeah, spelling. it is a unique spelling for unique. Yeah, there's no question. So, LaRulu, you're right. You are right next to Howlin' Ray's, which is, good Lord, what kind of combination is that? You get your, you get some chicken sandwiches there, and then all of a sudden you go to you and get the desserts. Good Lord, that's great stuff right there, man. I'm in. You sold me. Congrats, man. I mean, listen, that, now you see now there again is someone who considers themselves a cookie expert. Shout out Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> there it is. There it is. All right, we got a break. Um, coming up next, it is the anniversary of a crazy-ass moment in the NBA. We'll have that for you coming up in three minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Suave. Suave. Yeah. Kaplan, are you moving your hips? You, you know, know how to move your hips to this? You know it. I got a, I got a snap going with my right hand. I've got <laughs> the hips moving. And now I'm not snapping, but I got my right hand up like I'm like I'm I'm, I'm being sworn in as a witness right now, but it's moving side to side. <laughs> I still want a video, dude. Uh, dude, I uh, we still haven't gotten the video. Oh no, we did see the video. We just haven't posted it. I mean that that was it. That was I mean, chilling. that was the video. That was, that was glass of wine chilling is what that was. Yeah, yeah that, that looked like you needed some directions. That was not Sean McVay, two vodkas, and let me hit the dance floor. Okay. It wasn't that was dance chilling. floor or anything. It, was, it, was, okay. it was Steely Dan on a Tuesday night at home. It was yeah. chilling. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of chilling, I saw this story about Tom Brady mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, your guy, Cap, he's such a weirdo, this guy. Kale smoothies and kale pajamas, doesn't eat tomatoes. Apparently, this story, because he, he put it out there, he took a video of what he makes in his, uh, puts in his smoothie. He says he doesn't eat banana ends, the ends of a banana, and not even throw them in his smoothie. Because, uh, and that's weird because if you throw it in a blender, how the hell would you know it's the end or not? Well, there are two ends to the banana. I am like Tom Brady at least 50% of the time. I don't eat one end of the banana. The end that has the like the splinter at the end the of stem. it. The stem. Yeah. And so I always take that piece off and then throw that out, and then I eat like 98% of the banana, whereas Tom Brady's more of like a 90% of the banana. He takes 5% from either end. That's weird. Yeah. It is it's, super it's, weird. It's, it's weird. But you know what? I'm sure people think some of the things I do is weird. Like, I eat the entire sweet potato. I don't peel the skin. Oh, I, I just the eat pit. the whole yeah. potato. Yeah. Oh, you eat, like, just, like... Oh, like it's okay. a, you know, like it's a thing. Like, I don't eat it raw like that, but right. if I bake the potato, I'll with just the eat with the skin. I eat the whole thing. Yep. Well, I'm, but people eat, eat potato skins, so, like, what's, you know, how's that any different? Uh, you're right. I'm not weird at all. Thanks, George. Yeah. yeah. You're good. I'm good. All right, yeah. You like sweets. Yeah, well, you don't like sweets. That's actually way weirder than eating the potato skin. I mean, I've had a Cosmo. I drink Cosmos. Those are sweet. <laughs> Is it? How about lychee martini? Do you have the lychee? Oh, dude, I'll kill some lychee martinis. <laughs> oh, I'll crush those. Unless and and I eat the cup. lychee, too. And I oh, eat the there lychee. you go. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want them to reuse it when I order more. I want to make sure I make, <laughs> use something fresh. You want a fresh lychee. Exactly. So, I mean, you, that is my vice, to be quite yeah. honest with you. Like, the food part's not my vice. It's very easy for me to eat clean. But when it comes to drinking, I'm like a garbage can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I was really, really fit, I used to have this philosophy that skinny feels better than food tastes. And now, I don't know, my whole philosophy has shifted to food is so much better and I'm not skinny anymore. Right. Yeah. I I don't think of in terms of skinny or fat. I think in terms of are you fit enough to do the things you like to do? Correct. That's how I kind of do it. I I work out to... So I can eat. That's the way I look at life. I work out so I can eat stuff that I like. Yep. Yep. And and I, I work out and train my body because I love playing basketball and I still love playing tennis. And so I want to be able to do the things I love. And the byproduct of it is that, you know, I'm fitter, right? But I'm the, being fit is not the goal. The goal is to be able to do the things I want to do at the level that in which I can do them. Yeah, see now, now here, let me give you a flip side of that, though. So, LZ, so like you, I want to be able to do the things I want to do, right? I'll tell you one of the things I want to do is I want to be able to get on my boat, my bike, and I want to be able to ride my bike 
for you know 50 miles 100 miles now which bike are we talking about the one with the electrical no, no. Uh, thing on that's it that runs like 30 miles yeah, an hour or like cheating. the real bike my actual yeah. road bike my actual okay. road bike although i will say this during covid anybody who's a cyclist out there knows during covid everybody bought a bike whether it's an e-bike a mountain bike and the roads are just so littered with people who don't know how to ride so it's become 10 times more dangerous than just the cars yeah um but here's the thing i can still go ride 50 miles i go ride 100 miles but guess what? When I put on my Lance Armstrong gear, when I put on my <laughs> my 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 whole get up to get out there and dude, I am like I look disgusting. You know, I can still get out there and ride. I'm fit enough to go do but it. But you don't you don't look as good as you oh, want to. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Maybe you should stop eating banana ends. Well, that or I should stop eating double stuff Oreos. There's that too, the right? Yeah, Malcolm Gladwell. There, you can you can stop that. Yeah. Um, the only I like the Lenny and Lenny cookies. Does that does that count? The what? The Lenny, Lenny and Lenny. Those have protein in them. I know. Those I like those. I mean, I guess sort of. There, so I eat cookies. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, but they're protein cookies. <laughs> They're not they're even not, like real, like, sugary cookies. They're not as sweet. I was just going to say they're not as sweet, so I kind of yeah. like them. I mean, I guess. but The only weird quirk I have, and my kids do this too. Now, they actually have the, the plates that do this. I don't like mixing my food. I like my food mean by to, that? to be spaced out. Like, so you like segregator? I, a food, a food, <laughs> yes. I have, so, for example... If I'm having chicken and waffles at breakfast, right? Like, you know, if I go somewhere and have brunch, right? Chicken and waffles. I don't want – I want my chicken separate from my waffles. Like, I want them spaced away from each other. Oh, and no. Um, no. I, I'm okay with that. Wait, hold on. You want your chickens separated from your waffles? Yes. So you want chicken, comma, waffles. You don't want Correct. chicken and waffles. That's Correct. Right. Right. No, 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 chicken no. and waffles. No, they that's are... a comma. That's a I comma, mean, dog. Yes. The comma is separating them. Okay, fine, fine. Yeah, and makes them. And, yes, right. And puts them together. That's right. right. Maybe even a semicolon, uh, you know, perhaps even. Glad is yeah. nice. Chicken, semicolon, waffles. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's very catchy, I'm sure. It's very, work. very catchy. It'll work itself out. It all they the, workshop uh... it. It's really big up north in the Bay Area. <laughs> By the way, total opposite when it comes to this. You want food separated. I want to have, like, bites where everything's on the same fork. So no. if it's a chicken salad, I want to have the chicken, a little avocado. I want to have a little bit of the dressing. I want to have some greens. I want to have it all in one bite. I want it all mixed together. If I'm making a bagel, I want an everything bagel. I want cream cheese. No, everything I want bagel locks. is fine. I, want, I don't have a problem with I want with tomato bagel. and onion and capers. I want it all in capers. one bite. Yeah. That's gross. Even yeah, like there's my, little black lip dots in your cream. That's all. My, they're my, salty and pickly though. They're good. My kid eats anything. The two year old and he won't eat a caper. So, back to your not mixing food thing. Mm -hmm. Does it bother you knowing what's happening to your stomach? No, no, no. It's just a. It's just an eye thing. Like it's just just the way it works. Like it's just. It is a silly quirk. There's no doubt. Um, look, when I was young, there were certain foods I wouldn't even eat just because of the smell when I was well, a kid. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, like Brussels sprouts and stuff yeah. like that. No, I and there were, it. and there were things with tech from a texture standpoint that I wouldn't eat. Like I just didn't that, like the texture of it. So why that, is Tom Brady a weirdo and you're not a weirdo? Why is that? Um, I mean, I mean, I'm like a weirdo, but I'm not claiming not to be a weirdo. But I, you know, I, I don't sit here and create like kale pajamas. You know what I mean? Like that. That's kind of. You don't think that's weird? I like Tom Brady's. Uh, I, I liked his TikTok video. I actually thought it was kind of. You cool. follow Tom Brady on TikTok? Um, I didn't, but I saw his TikTok on Twitter. Now that's kind of like right. He posted it on Twitter. Right, so that's too. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. like that's like 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 total. I can't platform. follow no grown man on Twitter on on yeah. TikTok. I know. No, I follow. In a weird way, I don't know if it's me following or it's just the algorithm that just feeds me like hot chicks dancing. You know, that's like my whole. That's my well, whole. That's based upon. Chicks, if, that's based oh, upon previous searches, George. That's yeah, what that is. I'm yeah. not going to say what kind of searches, but I think you can piece it together. <laughs> if you want hot chicks dancing, just turn on Telemundo and Univision, man. We still oh, do that. Dude. Uh, Chicas you know? Caliente is one of my favorite shows, man. Bro, Laura, right? Just turn on Telemundo and Univision. You find that all day. Just it depends on the kind the of dancing he's looking to. And especially yeah. on the weekends. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. But Tom Brady puts out this TikTok just as a side note, and he, and he actually – it's kind of strange. I was like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm wondering how people react to this kind of stuff. So, he, you know, he goes through his day. Hey, I'm making my 
protein shake with my branded protein. I'm taking oh my, my vitamins with my branded vitamins. And then yeah, he's exactly. like, hey, now I got to pick out which watch I'm going to wear. And he's got like a million dollars worth of watches sitting of there. He but he's But he's got a sponsor, so he's mentioning them. And then he goes, hey, check out my new, my new lenses. And he's got, I guess, some sunglass lens that he's working. So his name's on everything. So he's like a NASCAR driver on TikTok promoting mm. all of his brands. Mm. Yeah, that's worth following. Yeah, I, he's just so boring to me. Like he's boring. He's boring. He's boring, and he doesn't want to talk about the things that makes him interesting. Right. Now, that's an interesting point, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. He he tries to stay squeaky clean, out of me- any controversy. And the media, like you, you guys do a good job of helping him with that. Y- you well, eat you it up, Kaplan. What do you want me to do? Up. Call him and, and say, hey, man, I want to get you on the air, and why don't you be honest about this, man? You got a relationship with this no, guy no, no, no. This is this is what some of you guys do. You you media types. Yes, you, media. You. Mm. Yeah. Tom Brady says, I don't want to talk about it. You say, okay, Mr. Brady. Oh, no. And you guys keep it moving. Mm. I've seen it too many times. Yeah. I've never too been many in those times. Rooms. I've never been in those press conferences, you know? But I'm, I'm tough, LZ. I'm tough. I won't let them off the hook. But you putting them on the hook. Hmm. I don't know. Wow, you just, are you are you putting are you putting him on the hook? Is the question? You're just matrix matrix to me there with that kind of, with that. Well, well, I'm asking. Are you are you putting second. him are you putting him on the hook? You say you won't let him off, but will you put him on the hook? <laughs> is the question? That I is guess, a good question. I guess. I mean, listen. All I'm telling you is this: that uh, for me, I have the answer to see- is no. I would never put Tom Brady on the hook. He may never talk to me again. Well, okay, I'll throw it back at and, you guys. And, and Jordan, you? and they used to do the same thing. And it's not, I'm not just isolating Tom Brady. Jordan, oh, back in Jordan the way, got away with this all the time, too. Dog, Ahmad Rashad like, did an interview with him on national television. And he's sitting there coming back from uh, Atlantic City in sunglasses. <laughs> and we we didn't question that. Like, didn't question he's wearing it at all. sunglasses on national television. So, so I'm, it's not like a Tom Brady thing. It's just there's a tier of celebrity where people. You know, they don't do their jobs. I yeah. would agree. I think I think LeBron falls into that category. I think absolutely Tiger Woods not. falls uh, into that category. Tom Br- LeBron absolutely does not fall in that category. And why is that? I, I, uh, you yourself was just wondering why Tom why he wouldn't talk about getting a shot, right? On this week, right? This week. That is not a question Tom Brady would ever face. In fact, when I challenged you on it with Tom Brady, you were like, oh, well, that's different. I don't see him in the same light. And that's the sort of sweet spot he's been able to exist for much of his career. I think Tom Brady has – he has this – He has your heart image. wrapped around his finger. But, but I, hey, listen. <laughs> You'll true, be true, wrapped true. around my finger. But I, hey, but LZ, I want to tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. He didn't have me wrapped around his finger in New England. He has me wrapped around his finger in Tampa Bay. Mm. So I was not like this about Tom Brady in New England. TB I, on TB. I have just become uh, – I've become such a much bigger fan – that he left the best organization in football to go to one of the worst and to take that risk with his career at this stage of his life and then to pull it off in year one, I actually find it quite fascinating. And that's why I've become, I mean, I guess that's why I'm following him on TikTok now and think it's cool. (laughs) All right, well, we got to wrap here. (laughs) Coming up next, we play Big Deal or No Deal. We'll be back in two minutes and 15 seconds. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
Thank you very much, Chris. And again, since it's your birthday, LZ, you're going to get the first to go first on all of these questions. Don't you feel so excited about that? It's like a treat. But I didn't ask it is for a it. little treat. Yeah. And you didn't yeah. even like sweets. You know, I got to give you a birthday present somehow. So, you know, here you go. You can give me a raise. Um, <laughs> hey, right, there's that too. You are the boss, or one of them. <laughs> kind of. Uh, all right, anyway, so we talked about the ESPN NHL deal yesterday. And today it was announced that the, the iconic Hey, Greg, NHL you sound far ESPN again. Can you again? just start again? You sound I know, like far. put your microphone like right sure. to your nose, right. like you're going to breathe better? all over us. We good? Yeah, do the Darth Vader thing. We're we're good with that. Here. <sighs> all right. So can you hear now? Oh, much oh, better. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. That's, Could I'm you back up a little, anything. just a little bit, just like here? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me. Hold on. Is this? Is that here? Good. Uh, too far. Too far. Just. just <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. One okay. centimeter up. Oh, that's good. That's perfect. That's a sweet spot. Good? Don't move. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll stay right here. I'm not going to move. All right. So. Oh, dang it. You just moved. I know. It, it sounds oh, bad again. God dang it. All right. What am I supposed to do here? All right. Just well, this go. Is the best I can do. We talked about the ESPN NHL deal yesterday. And today it was announced that the iconic NHL on ESPN theme would be coming back along with it. LZ, is this a big deal or no deal? Do you want the honest-to-God truth? Give it to him, You don't LZ. even know what Real the theme talk. is. Real talk, LZ. You said iconic theme from NHL. Oh, Dog, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, it's oh, good. Yeah. It, it makes iconic, about hockey. Yeah. Iconic no, it is, is. is aggressive. No, iconic it is. Iconic is aggressive. It was. I, I agree with Greg. Go ahead. Play it, Laura. Play it loud. This is this makes me think about hockey when I used to like it in the 90s. <laughs> like, it does. It, it makes me think of that. Um, it Look. I, go ahead, Elsie. You, you, big deal or no I, deal? I, I just did it. Yeah, no deal. Obviously, <laughs> I'm going to say big deal. Number one, it's been 17 years, and I'll say this. I said this the other day. I'll say it again. I think the NHL made a huge mistake leaving ESPN because they were kind of out of the the word that Cap likes that I use, zeitgeist, right? They weren't in the conversation as much as they were previously. And now they will be again because they'll be on SportsCenter. We're going to have 25 nationally televised games exclusively on ABC and ESPN, 75 of those on ESPN+. And the song is back. I was very excited for the song. I tweeted about the song. And by the way, LZ, here's the thing. Like, just to pivot this to the NBA – like, the NBA should have never let ESPN or, well, I mean, Turner, whatever, has their own thing because they were there before us. But they should have made us do the John Tesh NBA on NBC music. Like, that's a good piece of music that everyone associates with the NBA and nobody uses it. So I'm glad ESPN is bringing back the song that they used to use for the NHL because everyone that watched hockey back then associates it with hockey. I'm with LZ. No deal on this one. Um, you said iconic theme, and I was thinking to myself, like, okay, iconic sports themes. Monday Night Football. Bum, 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 yep. bum, bum. You know, or, or the NBA. You know, you mentioned the Tesh piece. Right. Iconic. That was a dance floor jam. Dude, when I heard, you, you know, I had to hear the hockey one, and once I heard it, I went, okay, yeah, I remember that, but it's not like, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it, it, to me, Great move by the NHL to get back onto ESPN. Great move by ESPN because it fills a lot of time and it's a lot of content and people come to ESPN for live sporting events. But uh, iconic, but, I'm going no deal. Yeah, and and like and, and the honest to God truth is that they weren't just not on ESPN. We also ignored hockey. So it was a double whammy. We we did the, <laughs> okay, you want to break up with us? We ain't even going to pay attention to you anymore. Exactly. Right. We, like, got, we like got new recently. booze. We got a bunch of boos after that, though. We got the NBA, right? It was like, ooh, that's our boo well, over I think there. we also yeah. had the Arena Football League after that, too. Yeah. You remember that experiment? Yeah, I liked <laughs> Arena Football. God, I used to love Arena Football Did back you really? in the day. Oh, dude. But I'm talking, Elsie, the early, early days, like the late 80s, the early 90s. I yeah. don't know why. Like, it was just a fun game to watch. It was brand new at the time. And uh, even in, like, with the Kurt Warner era of Iowa yeah. Barnstormer Barnstormers football, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I yeah. did. I liked it. All right, what's next, Greg? All right, so a social media post from the New York Mets today showed that they were practicing their World Series celebrations, and they oh took video of it and put it all over social media. You can look what? it up if you go to the Mets Twitter page. Oh boy. LZ, is this a big deal or no deal? Is there a third option? Something a little bit more rated R? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can. Just Dude, that's trash, man. We all know that's trash. Like, it's, just, it's, it's a sign of a sad organization. Sad little second-ranked organization. Give up uh, the Grom. Set him free. Yeah, I, I'm with LZ. No deal. Uh, the Mets are second-class citizens in their own city. 
the Mets owner is this guy with a lot of bravado. He's trying to be like the baseball Mark Cuban. I'm not buying it. No thanks. Yeah, the new owner of the Mets is a guy named Steve Cohen. And when all of this GameStop stock stuff happened, he was one of the names of the hedge fund guys that the Reddit guys were looking at as the bad guy. Right. And he got screwed way, in the GameStop thing. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know, did anybody is anybody paying attention still? GameStop still completely up and down, like, you yeah. know, all of a sudden blowing up. Um, I think this is a big deal because this is like one of the dumbest things you can do. And I can't find it on their Twitter feed, but act like you're celebrating the world series in spring training. I understand when Jerry Rice would catch a pass in practice and run all the way to the end zone. Cause he's training himself to always try and score on every play, but to try and train yourself for a celebration to win the world series. Now that's a big deal as in big deal, dumb. Okay, Greg. All right. So Dave Roberts yesterday was talking about Kenley Jansen, who pitched tonight, by the way, and he hit 92 on his velocity, which is still pretty low for what you'd want for most of the time for your closer. He's hitting around 88 to 91 right now with a little bit of 92. Dave Roberts said that this is not a concern. LZ, big deal or no deal? Dave Roberts said it, so I'm going to agree with him. It's not a big concern, the no deal. Oh, I think it's I think it's a big deal. I'm not I, gonna I'm not gonna challenge Dave because he got he's no, got a chip no, no, now. No, no, but but we know he's, Dave. We know Dave. <laughs> Dave is a great dude. Dave is always gonna get his players back, and and I think that he's doing that. I think he's getting his players back. And look, I love Kenley. We all love Kenley. Okay, Kenley is also a great dude. Okay, but Kenley has lost his edge when it comes to velocity I don't think there's any doubt about that I mean there was a real reason last year that it was a concern I actually think that's why David Price in the bullpen is a smart deal and a big deal because now you've got a guy that can throw some gas and you know maybe you can mix up righty lefty which is what I wanted them to do uh, earlier in the season anyway but George you just validated why it's no not a big deal because of David Price? Because we got stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right. nah, but I, right. I, I, I'm, I'm referring a, to it a big, big deal. deal with Kenley. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big deal if we didn't have options. But it's, yeah. it, last year, maybe. But now, no, it's not a big deal. Dave nah, said we're good. Think, we're good. I still think that your, your closer, your designated closer, not being able to hit more than 92 is a problem. Well, unless he's got other pitches that, you know, get guys out. Um, because, listen, I, I'll go back to one of the all-time great closers, and I got to cover a lot of his career, Trevor Hoffman. Trevor Hoffman was not throwing anything above like 85 miles an hour. What he did was he had just a, a gnarly changeup, and that's what struck guys out or forced guys into fly balls. But um, listen, Kenley Jansen, you say he lost it. He did last year. Is he actually was earlier than that? Well, can he can he can he can he get it back? Can he find it again? I don't. I don't or, see it. It's been a minute since okay, he put then it down. Then it's over for him, huh? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's I don't think it's there anymore, and I think that they want it to be there, but I don't know. And look, he has a cutter, but it, it hasn't been as effective. It's not like he's Mariano Rivera, although he was put for like two years. He put up like Mariano numbers, um, and that's the beauty of Mariano Rivera, right? And why he's the greatest closer of all time uh, because he did it for so long. But I think it's a big deal. So anyway, Greg, we got one more. No, no, that's we'll do it. No, first. you only had three. No. So no deal. No, no, no I, deal. I have more. I no deal. More, but I, I want one more. I want one more. You it's want, his birthday. It's my yeah. birthday. I know. I like this. This is fun. All right. So the Marlins announced that they are entering. No, no. Give me another. No, that's not a birthday present. Next, next, give me another one. Give me another one. All right. Let me give it. All right. You want something with Rip Hamilton and his face mask? Sure. Next, no, next, 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 next. Come on. How about? Truly brand, they're they're upping up their game. They're going to a tall boy that are extra hard. Wait, wait. Tall boy is extra hard? I'll make this happy, Greg. You, know, you, know, you have a number? No. <laughs> who cares? It's your birthday. Easy. Who cares? All of that, all of that was perfect. All of that was perfect. Like, honestly, Chris has to be in his office somewhere punching the air like if he was Tiger Woods after hitting a putt. Oh, my God, all of that was perfect. I mean, I wasn't putting did, it in Did you do that on purpose, Greg? I don't think you did that on purpose. It wasn't a request or anything. I had it written. I mean, I'll see. That's, that that's a good birthday present. I just, I mean, I don't know what the question is. A tall boy? Yeah. Extra hard. <laughs> oh. 
Me and Laura, we was fighting. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Who won? It's your birthday. You could win. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you had it written down that way and read it that way, that is so Ron Burgundy of you. That's great. So great, though. So what's the so rest great. of the description? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You know, just to complete the bit. I mean, there's got to be more meat to this bone. <laughs> well, there you go. You just finished it. Yeah, you hit the dismount with bone. Did you, did you get that one? Did you did you pick that up? Yeah, I got yeah. that. All right. That is uh, big deal or no deal. So, all right. <laughs> one more break. Coming up next, we do. I forgot this earlier. I caught, there that, is a... I caught that, George. I caught that. <laughs> it is Coming a very up... big deal. Go ahead. Yeah. It is a very big deal. Uh, coming up next, we've got an anniversary in the NBA that uh, L.A. fans will remember. So we'll get to that coming up in a minute and 15 seconds. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, man. <laughs> We're still laughing yes. during the break. Sedato, LZ, and Cap. Make sure you check out Keyshawn in the morning with his crew, followed by Mike Greenberg, Max Kellerman at 11, Mason in Ireland with Momo, uh, I believe. Is John back tomorrow or is Momo still in there, Greg? Friday. He'll be back Friday. He'll be back Friday because the Lakers play Friday, right? Uh, so Momo one more day with Mason tomorrow, and then uh, of course us right after the fact, and then Travis and Sliwa uh, on again tonight. So uh, guys, after us. next month this artist that's playing right now, Eric Church, mm-hmm. is releasing three albums, like basically at the same time. Wait, what? Three albums at the same time. That's like a discography. It's absolutely amazing. He's already started to release singles. I'm so excited because to me, he's one of our best storyteller slash uh, lyricist that uh, we have on air in any genre. And I'm just curious as to what an artist like that will have to say in the times we're living in for three albums. It's you got to figure, what do you think? Maybe like 12 songs per, you know? I don't like, know if it's that many. Maybe like between maybe eight is what the normal number is now. Still, it's like 24 brand new songs, you know? That's like a, that's a lot of content. It is. I can't think of anything. The closest thing I can think of is like, you know, when Stevie Wonder was winning like, you know, album of the year, like every year. He had like a good little stretch, the Grammys. But right. even that, he at least took a break. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it, it is interesting. That is, I, I didn't know that. That is crazy. Like, I, I'm trying to think, what was the longest album? Like, is that, is that breaking a record then? What three albums at once? Three albums at three albums at once. Did any has anyone else dropped longer or more songs maybe in one album like a crazy super duper discography album? You know, I, I don't know. Where there's like thirty songs, you know, maybe like Beethoven. I don't know. I'd have to think back. I, I have to go back. You, those are usually called best of albums. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Usually, I mean, my goodness, yeah. somebody puts out thirty songs. That's pretty yeah. amazing. Wow, three different albums. Like yeah, now, so it I, says I, so. The, the, the collection is called Heart and Soul. And according to Rolling Stone, Heart is being released on April 16th and is being released on the 20th and Soul is on the 23rd. So okay. three albums, one week. I think Soul is, is good. I think Heart is good. I think the And album is going to really disappoint. You know, I think, you know, you saved your good songs for Heart and your other good songs for Soul and you put your garbage that was just left over on the And part, I think. Wow, yeah, garbage. That makes sense. <laughs> your extra it does stuff. make sense. <laughs> Wow. Doesn't it? He's got a song called Bad Mother Trucker. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> See what that Break It Kind of Guy, Bright Side Girl, that's for you, Laura. Look Good and You Know It, that must be for me. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward well, to it. We'll, looking, we'll, we'll check it out. That's, that's it your to... Eric Church country music uh, update. Update, of the day. yes. Yeah, all right, fair enough. <laughs> um, today's an anniversary. It is the anniversary of when DeAndre Jordan bodied Brandon Knight at Staples oh, Center. Oh, boy. And um, it uh, – I mean, look, ESPN tweeted out. A lot of people tweeted out today. But, LZ, you 
I said, look, I think this is one of the greatest bodies we've seen in a while, you know, like, or at least, you know, in recent memory. And you had an issue with it. You you said no. I, I just feel like in order to, like, get bodied, bodied, you should at least be comparable in size. That was such a mismatch. The only question I have is why did Brandon jump? You know, like well, Brandon. Brandon actually had been caught up and bodied a number of times. Like I will give him credit for this. Even as a guard, he was always willing to not make the business decision and go and challenge the shot. Not always the smartest thing to do, <laughs> um, but you know, a brave thing to do. I would say. So he's addicted to the body. He likes being bodied. I guess. So, so here, here's what I would say. You're right that most of it is usually small, smaller guy on center, right, or wing player on center. But there was LeBron on Jason Terry. Now, we have the audio of all these things, right? So, Laura, let me hear the TV audio of the DeAndre Jordan one. Here comes Chris Paul. The lob. Let's go! I mean, Ralph Lawler did nail it on that one. Like, I, I granted, there had music there because it was ESPN added that. But it, it, I remember watching that LZ and the memes, the memes on Twitter. Oh. And, you know, this is when Twitter was hot, boy. This is when it was, like, already, like, five years in and everybody was starting to get real comfortable on Twitter. And they did, like... You know, they put like the you know they draw on the on the on the on the court that he had passed mm-hmm. away. Like they did the lines and, and and they had like you know like Simba out there like oh no like you know when like when oh Mufa- yeah when he was Mufasa dies yeah yeah, yeah yeah like they had funny memes like that thing created a lot of funny memes you know oh absolutely and I mean I was concerned for his safety yeah he, he looked like he he died. <laughs> now, it was a homicide on that court. It, it, right, and DeAndre's reaction was great after. Now, Cap, do you have one, like a dunk that you're like, man, that's the one. Like, every time I think of, like, a great dunk, an uh, in, in-game dunk, is there a go-to for you? For me, by the way, I, I thought that uh, Knight, you know, was up in the air, and it was just all the momentum, and it just, it just looked worse than it was. It was a great dunk, great dunk. But it looked worse for Knight than, than it really was, at least the way I saw it. Let me tell you something. For me, all dunks. 1993, the Knicks are playing the Bulls, and little John Starks, left-handed, went over Michael Jordan and put it down. And I think Marv Albert was on the call. And so, you know, Marv gave it that extra thing that it kind of needed because it was – you guys know the dunk I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Of course. He he actually dunked on, like, basically all three of them. Yeah, he did. He dunked on a bunch of dudes in that yeah. one, right? Lord, do we have the call there? There are 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Starks. Yes! What a move by Starks, who was able to sky to the basket. And that's primetime Marv. Like, 1993 Marv or whatever. You know, like, that's a long time ago. You know, Marv is like 80 years old. You know, like, he... He's still great, but like that was like in his prime, Marv. Dude, right? There. Let me tell you, I, I I've worked with Marv Albert a couple of times where I've done game broadcasts with him, and he'll say to me, "Hey, hey Kaplan, what do you want to talk about during the game?" I tell him, he writes it down on a napkin, like a bar napkin, <laughs> and then he's, those are his notes. That, yeah. that's, you talk about old school. Marv's it. still old school that way. I I love it. I love it. So, like like the LeBron one on Jason Terry is similar to this one, LZ, mm-hmm. um, because it is big on little. But you feel it's different because? I feel it's different because JT was talking smack. He did talk a lot. So it was personal. Yeah, Yeah. right, because JT had just beaten them in the finals not that Mm -hmm. long before when he was at Dallas. So now he's on Boston. Boston and Miami was a rivalry back then, obviously. And then it was kind of a wild play. It was actually weird because that play is like a scramble where the Mm -hmm. ball gets poked away by Wade and then like Chalmers – passed it to someone else, I think like Norris Cole, and then he lobbed it up for LeBron and poor Jason Terry. Again, why did you jump? Why did you jump, dog? Jason Terry was left by himself, one Celtic on four Heat players in this scenario. And of course, LeBron was just ready to just throw it down. I think Tariko was on the call. Let me hear that one, Laura. They're 20 of 30 here tonight. Jason Terry, good defense. Wade from behind takes it away. Chalmers, Cole, damn! Do you, now, did you hear the Boston crowd, how they reacted to that? Play that one more time and just focus on 
after Tariko says, James, listen for the crowd and how they react to their own player getting bodied. They're 20 of 30 here tonight. Jason Terry, good defense. Way from behind, takes it away. Chalmers, pull, James! Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They went like, oh! Ooh. And you could hear the rim snap back because LeBron was about two feet above the rim yeah. when he got control of the ball before he put it down. Yeah, that was that was a totally great call. But again, dude, why did you jump? You're saying why'd Jason. You yeah, yes. why are you trying to challenge why, why LeBron? Why are you trying to Because you, like, you could barely dunk yourself in your prime. Right. Yes. That was yeah. like your 18th team that you just, you know, signed up with. You didn't yeah. have the legs for that. Yeah, and LeBron wanted you. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's, and there's stood no there question. And, and, and stood there kind of like, Well, he uh -huh. got a tee. He yeah. got teed up for yep. taunting him. Right. Yeah, he got teed up. He wanted to destroy him. The funny part of that is we talked about the Brandon Knight one with the memes. Um, people were, were really mean on Jason Terry. They did a lot of that stuff, too, except they went to his Wikipedia page. And said that he had deceased after that play. Ooh, so deceased. They, Is that different yeah. than dead? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's the same. Um, and then, so, Greg, you had one that you liked. And it, it also involved that team. But no, not that specific team. Um, you had one on Varajal, right? Yeah, on Varajal. There was Dwayne Wade was, uh, it was actually what happened was LeBron James missed a shot. And Wade came. Right, he was with the Cavs and missed. Over. And then Wade came all full court and just destroyed Anderson Varajal. Right. So let me hear that, Laura. This is Marv, too, I think. Looking for contact from Jermaine O'Neal. Got a piece of it. Oh, I think so. Yes. I mean, a facial from Marv is actually a perfect way to describe that. that it's kind of like Bergman's description of those new cans of Trulies, you know? <laughs> 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 Be careful, oh, Scott. That's so funny. Oh, um, so we had one more of these that, Yelzy, you chose, right? Yes, it is involving one LeBron, Ramon James, dunking on Kevin, we broke him Garnett. Though with this dunk back in 2008, it feels as if LeBron broke him. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Let's hear it. He's switching. Here's Pierce again. A Smith screen. Posey will defend. Oh! So good. Kevin Harlan, I'm telling you, he is so good at this. With no regard to human life. Yeah, he. I remember that was the 2008 season. Obviously, uh, Boston and LeBron and those Cavs teams were, you know, they hated each other. And, oh, man, yeah, I, I remember that vividly. It was you so know, good. When you watch these highlights, though, I know we're playing the audio, but when you go back and you watch these highlights of classic dunks, and you see the crowd, and you see everybody on their feet, and you see everybody around the floor, and you go, wow, look how weird and different and strange that looks with all those people. People. Yes, you people. Yes. You know what else I, is strange? What? LeBron can still do that same dunk 13 years later. It is crazy when you think about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. That's crazy. Because that yeah. kind of looks like high school LeBron. Like, I mean, he just looks like a young kid, you know? Man, yeah, it is pretty well. Yeah, Kevin Harlan's got so many of those great calls. Like, I remember T-Mac on Sean Bradley, and <laughs> that's one of those famous Kevin Harlan calls. So T-Mac yammed it on Sean Bradley, and you remember Sean Bradley was like 7'5 seven, seven, or 7'6? Seven, seven, yeah. yeah, and and he did it in Dallas. So it was he was playing for Houston. He did it in Dallas, and they re-ran that. T-Mac told me that the Dallas Jumbotron re-ran that dunk like five times. And he's like, <laughs> I've never seen that in an opposing arena where the opposing player did that. And Harlan had the great call there, too. He did the, uh, uh, he sucked the gravity out of the building. It was just <laughs> so good, so good. Anyway, uh, shout-out to DeAndre Jordan. Uh, shout out to Brandon Knight for trying to, all right? Enough of that. Uh, Elsie Granderson, great job as always. Great show for you guys as well. Cap, great job as always. Hey, happy birthday, Elsie. Enjoy, man. Lauren, Greg, excellent work as always as well. Uh, happy birthday, Elsie. Travis and Sliwa are up next. We will talk to you tomorrow at 3.55. See ya.